Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life, giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we said, doing. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beats on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Welcome back, family. Welcome back, family. You tap back into the fix. Your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. It's your girl, Dice Gamble in the building, checking in on this Tiptoe Tuesday. Hope y'all having a blessed morning already. If wake not, up. wake up, wake up. Yeah, that's right. Get on up. Come yeah. on now. Get on up. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be mm-hmm. glad in it. Let's get up and have another great productive day today. Uh listen, uh, he still he still gave you a little little air in them uh, them lungs and your heart beating pretty good and your limbs work good when you, you, you put them legs on that flow and you was able to stand up. Mm-hmm. Hey, you in a blessed place, as my grandmama say, baby, you're blessed. So walk in the blessing of the Lord today and uh, let's go out and get it. You know, guys, we got another fun pack show again today. Uh, Dice, we got some news, though. Uh, mm-hmm. We need to report, though, don't we? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it was, everybody already knows uh, who Disney is. And we already know that there was a big uh, uh, to do concerning uh, a law that was put in place concerning the uh, teaching of sexual orientation and uh, gender and things like this in school. And it was something that uh, it went on for about a year and a half. And the governor, Ron DeSantis, him and his team, they, they won um, that this is an actual law. And everybody knows that Disney's very free. And um, so now there is a, a, a new lawsuit going on. Um, from Ron DeSantis and his team. Uh, they are trying to oversee Disney's special taxic, taxic, taxes thing. Good grief, district. So we got a little back and forth here, and Disney is claiming that this is retaliation against their, uh, you know, amendment rights to free speech. And so I just wanted to bring this up because we talk about obviously sexual orientation, how you were born and things of God on the show all the time. And my only comment concerning this here, the actions that Ron DeSantis and his team were kind of taking against Disney is, it seems a bit like retaliation, you know? So it's kind of like this tip for tat thing. And it just really, it, it is, we don't even have the, I ain't going to tiptoe around it because it's tiptoe Tuesday. We're not going to tiptoe around this. He is using his political power to kind of uh, pour salt on this wound uh, of Disney. So um, it's, it's about to be a battle, but I just made a comment off air. I was like, I really don't think this is fair. I think you do have freedom of speech. You have your rights and all those things. Obviously we have our Christian views on how a person is when they're born and how God made and designed them and the idea of what that life should look like. I just wanted to say, I don't agree with this one. Like, I feel like it's, it's really, I'm going to do this because you're irritated that I did that. And um, I just don't think this is what politics should be. I mean, I really don't. I, th- I think I think they could have handled this one outside of the court system because they are moving it. So the, for the original court system uh, trial was in North Florida with the Obama appointed judge. And now it's shifted to Central Florida, where it's pretty much Ron DeSantis and his team. So they're trying to position themselves to really win 
Empire, whatever they want to win, which is sad. Let I said let Disney be Disney, but I think we do need some guidelines, and that's all I got to say. That's the news of the day. It's about to be a war. Disney's going to be in the news for the next year, if not year and a half again, because it's going to be a knockdown drag out. Everybody know Disney got money. <laughs> not only money, money, influence, <laughs> and, and, and the influence they have over these kids. While they're they're trying to you know change yeah. uh, just just stuff, so I, that's why I have issues with it. You know, know you have I not know. only money but you have an influence and an impact over kids, yeah. and now you, you're just trying to you, you're doing too much. I, I'm just being honest from a parent standpoint. I, I, I you know I, I love God and I love Jesus. Don't get it twisted. But even if I was not a, a believer from a parent standpoint, yeah, I, I just ain't feeling it. I just ain't feeling it seriously. So, I mean, they have they have some good programs. They have some good programs. I mean, from back in the 1950s, you know, definitely in 1960s, Disney has been doing their thing. They've done something no one else has ever done in life in an entertainment empire. And um, yeah, but over the last ten years, I would say over the last decade, to your point, to when uh, President Barack Obama was in administration and just all the the gender role laws and just all this stuff being put into place i just think it's it's a little bit too much i just do that's just my personal opinion um i'm a believer too as well so a lot of that comes from biblical principles so don't dm me don't be talking about i'm I'm hating i'm not hating i'm just saying i I just yeah some things i don't agree with and especially it's one thing if you're an adult and you're pushing it off on adults but when you start messing with kids, I got I got all type of issues. I'm just being honest. No, mm. no, we need to be parents. We need to continue to raise our kids. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to, to uh, continue to raise our kids with moral values, spiritual values that this country was built on. One nation <laughs> under God. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we, 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 this stuff has been in the declarations for how long? Like, mm-hmm. we, we starting to change stuff that don't need to be changed. Mm-hmm. Like, leave stuff alone. Let well be well. My, my my nana would say, baby, let well be well. <laughs> listen, cute. listen, we got another fun pack show for y'all today. Thank you for waking up this morning. Thanks, Dice, for that news. Uh, let, listen, uh, we, we uh, I had the opportunity to sit down with my brother. I, I, I've been building with my brother over, I say over the last three years, my brother Shepard. Shouts out to my brother Shepard. Um, he's a super talented artist, um, musician, man. He does a little bit of everything. So listen, for the spiritual detox today, we're going to get him on the line to talk about everything he has going on. Um, he just recently came off a tour towards the end of last year that was very impactful with a mainstream artist you might know. Yeah, that's right. He was on tour with a mainstream artist, a Christian hip hop artist, going on tour with mainstream artists and spreading the gospel. So you definitely want to keep a lock for that spiritual detox and it's mental health awareness month. Mm-hmm. So, of course, uh, we want to continue to have these conversations about mental health all month. And um, Dice going to, um, you know, unpack and talk a little bit about bipolar disorder today. Right, Dice? Yeah, that's what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's exciting. I think it's it's good for us to have these conversations up front and uh, in a safe space. And so hopefully uh, you guys can get some tips or hear something that you never heard before. Or have a better understanding by the time you finish the show. Um, you know, and, and that's what it is. So we, we give the stats and, and everything today. So you'll know the percentages and, and what things look like. But um, now this is just something that affects millions and millions and millions and millions of Americans each and every day so we got to talk about it more so we have a better understanding so we can help our communities yes we do listen uh, of course you know our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps jesus christ at the center of the message we have uh yep we got music on the way from toby the wigway 1k few um yep let's get some uh mm, yep no big deal um but right now yep let's get it uh why not uh some uh forrest frank and hovey with that altar keep it locked you're tuned into the fix and the fix is in. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Welcome back. Welcome back. You tune back into the fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. Right here on Sirius XM channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. It's time for our spiritual detox. And listen, man, I got my brother on the line right now, man. When I tell you, um, I don't think the world was ready, man, uh, when he he dropped this game time record. And the streams and everything just went ridiculous. Um, you know, I actually knew him before he dropped that record, but when he dropped the game time record, everybody was like, Oh no, this is this is it. You know, sync placement calls, uh, record deal calls, uh, everything you could think of uh went around this track. 
And uh, let's be very clear. Uh, that was probably what three years ago. I want to say two, three years ago. And he ain't let off the gas since. He, he, he's constantly been putting, applying pressure, uh, putting good quality music out. The thing I love about this artist, he puts out high energy music, and sometimes that's what's missing. So I love the fact that he's able to make this high energy music and uh, make it fun, but make it ministry driven. But he's 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 in spaces a lot of artists would love to be in because he has. Colleges. He has NBA players, NFL players playing their music, like coming out the tunnel while they're working out. So that's just inspiration in their spirit. And some of them might not even know that he's a Christian hip hop artist. So I, I always right. salute him for doing that. Uh, listen, he he went on a tour uh, last summer or late last year with Ace Hood. Uh, and that was amazing. I got a chance to pull up on him um, when he came to Cleveland, Ohio. That was fire. So, listen, without further ado, help me welcome in a super talented uh, recording artist, uh, my brother, Shepard. What's going on, bro? Yo, 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 yo. What's good, homie? Good to see you, DJ Focus, my guy. We in the building. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're in the building. You still working. Uh, you got this new uh, track out now called Team Man. And, uh, it's amazing. Uh, talk about the collaboration first. How did you even pick the artist to even be on this track? Yeah, thank you, my bro. Uh, team is a, a super exciting record. You know what I'm saying? It's electrifying. People are loving it. The comments I'm seeing it on Instagram, Facebook. It's just been love from the start. Uh, to be able to work with Angie, Kieran, and Dayton has been an amazing experience. You know what I'm saying? I've known all of them for, for a pretty long time. The only one that's pretty new to me is Kieran, and I love his stuff. I know Angie and Dayton for years. They actually, it's funny you brought up Game Time. They were actually judges at like a Rap Fest concert in Chicago before I blew up. And they were the judges on the panel. And they actually saw me perform Game Time for the first time ever before the song came out. So like there's history behind this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so mm -hmm. to be able to connect with them once again uh, was super dope. We've been always saying, oh, we, we got to get a record in. We got to get a record in. But never got it. And this was it. So I hit Kieran up. I DM'd him. I said, yo, I got a record. He's like, send it to me. He got me the verse in two hours. You know what I'm saying? It's like that. So everything fell into place. It's been an amazing, amazing process so far, man. I don't, I don't know how you're going to outdo this record. And the reason I say that, and I know you've done <laughs> a lot of collaborations, but let's be you have three lyrical rhyme spitters on here with yourself. So, like, the bars are just the bars, the metaphors. Yeah. Everything is just ridiculous on this thing, man. Like, uh, did, did, did it come out the way you envisioned it to come out? A hundred percent. Yeah, when I reached out to these different artists, I knew that they were going to bring uh, the lyrics. I knew they were going to bring, you know what I'm saying, gospel, you know what I'm saying, the hope, the truth in their music. And to be able to to have them send their verses in, it's actually a, a breath of fresh air to get the record back and know it's everything that you wanted it to be. You know what I'm saying? Because you can do a feature sometimes. You know, it could be hit or miss. But knowing Angie, Dayton, and Kieran, I knew it was going to be high quality, high level, high execution. And it's been it's been that all the way. So, Listen, you've done a ton of collaborations. Let's be very clear. Um, and listen, we're just about, I, listen, I don't think it's too many you have not collabed with and made dope music. Do you think that there is a, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's for you, but, uh, or maybe share your experience. Has there been some form of lack of unity and collaborations among CHH artists? Yeah, I feel like the mindset, I feel like our space is so interesting right now with social media. It's like a level playing field. So you got artists who have no label, no backing, not even real voice in our space and end up being one of the strongest voices in our space with the strongest audiences. So the reason that things are shifting so much in our space because it's a level playing field. So I think one thing that's been interesting to me is that uh, I'm seeing people starting to come together more often. You know what I'm saying? We had an Instagram live the other day and I remember I was talking with Kieran and I think our mindset really is right now on like building the kingdom with people who have that same focus. So I feel like our space, uh, you know, has always been growing. You know what I'm saying? I've never felt like it was always there, but I feel like right now we're in a sweet spot where everybody's actually starting to come together. So it's actually an exciting time. So, 
Listen, you're one of the few artists who has been able to, let's be very clear, not only work on the CHH side, but you've been able to tour with Ace Hood. And I know you probably made other connections with mainstream uh, artists, too, as well. Talk about yeah. that dynamic of being able to be in that space. One, for those who may have not known about you uh, touring with Ace Hood, Hood last year, talk about that experience first. Yeah, I was on a 40-day tour with Ace Hood. You know what I'm saying? We're doing mostly club shows. Uh, performing late nights across the United States. You know what I'm saying? It was a different experience. I've had shows at Christian venues, at colleges, but, you know, I never had 40 days straight uh, on a tour bus uh, full of clubs. So the experience was different, but I think the experience was was also great because uh, Ace Hood, he's a solid dude. Uh, A lot of his music is a lot of positive positive message about growth, alignment, you know what I'm saying, being who you feel like you're supposed to be in his life. And I think one thing that was impressive to me that I was able to go on a stage and talk about God. And I was able to go on a stage and talk about uh, my testimony and why I'm here and like what God is doing in my life and to be able to be received well, even in the club, you know what I'm saying? And the audience that wasn't mine uh, was crazy to me, you know what I'm saying? And, and being able, being in that space for, for a few years now, I feel like those doors are opening with game time. Uh, because game time, as as great as it's done uh, in the Christian circles, has had a lot of mainstream success. So, like the majority of the success is mainstream. So, you know, getting Shaquille O'Neal on it, you know, what I'm saying again, looks from all these different athletes uh, who might not be professing Christianity or like openly Christian. I think started kind of opening the doors for me to be in different spaces that's just not Christian hip hop. Uh, balancing both of them has been a journey. You know what I'm saying? You 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 try to figure out, okay, so what's the best approach here? Uh, but I think one thing that I love, uh, even, you know, being in the mainstream, is that they accept authenticity. Be who you are. You know what I'm saying? I think one thing that's garnered a, a lot of respect from my peers in that space, uh, you know, with Ace and all these different guys, is just being who you are, not trying to be somebody else. And if you're a Christian, you're a Christian rapper, if you... I profess Jesus in your music. You make hype, turn up your music, do it. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to be somebody else. I think that's what's beautiful about music today. So, What was one of the challenges, though, while you were on a tour with Ace Hood and and the rest of the team? Were there any challenges for you or, you know, you you felt comfortable enough? Yeah, I think there was definitely challenges. I know I was sharing with you during the middle of the tour. There was a bunch of challenges. I think something that's difficult is, like, you know, sharing – a living space with people who don't share your convictions. So like, you know, obviously like it's tough. I'm on the bus with 10 other guys uh, who have completely different lifestyles than I do, who talk differently, uh, do different things, you know, different temptations and stuff that, that come along. I think those were very real challenges while being on tour on a secular uh, event for 40 days straight, not being around community, not being around people that I really knew myself. I think all of those are challenges, but I think uh, some positive things along the way is that, you know, having close communication with like strong brothers, other Christian hip hop artists would show up to my shows, like in New York, Sellers Hamilton, all the, all, all the homies and stuff like in Atlanta. Uh, they'll pull up to the shows to meet me at the venues. George Rose in Texas, you know what I'm saying? Eli Williams, who's our videographer, they'll show up uh, in forms of encouragement and reminding me like why I'm on the road. You know what I'm saying? So I think that always was a blessing you know you showing up we showed up in ohio right you pulled up to an ohio show i'm saying like people Mm -hmm. like yourself i think even in the challenges of being around people who without without community for 40 days it's tough for people it was tough for me uh but i felt like you know the fruit of what had happened is so much greater than how tough it was so why do you why do you why do you think some believers don't receive uh the different avenue that you took and i think other artists took on going on mainstream artist uh, tour tickets and opening up because that was one of the things when I was trying to, when I was pushing and promoting and telling people to come out and see you, uh, as soon as they saw Ace Hood, it was his event. They like, what? what is this? I say, well, it's Ace Hood's event. I mean, a tour, but yes, uh, Shepard is on it. He has a set. Let's go support his set because to your point, I, I felt that we need to continue to be in these spaces and push the gospel to whether whether they're believers or not. You know, somebody yeah. struggling. I know you've encouraged somebody on that stage 100%. for just seeing you there. You know, yeah, man. I remember like it's clear stories. Like I had get in the club. I've had people come up to me, teary eyed, crying, talking about how they want to come back to God. 
in the club. You know what I'm saying? While I'm talking about the Lord on stage about my testimony. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, you see the you see the effect it has on real fans, real people, not just over the comic section online. You really impact on lives when you're out here, man. And I think I think people can be intimidated at the thought of like coming from the world, you know what I'm saying? And then getting saved. And I guess they might not feel prepared to go back into the world and like share the good news and, uh, you know, be bold about their faith in spaces that they may have struggled in. And then they project that on people who go to do that. So, for example, you know, somebody who might have been heavy in the club scene uh, might feel a type of way going back and seeing somebody who's performing in the club scene talking about Christ. But, you know, some of us are called to that. Some of us are called to that. And, you know, I feel like my music has always, my demographic has always been, you know, the Christian audience, but also the mainstream audience, the gym routes, the colleges, the sports areas, like they listen to my music just as much. So I feel like it's just, you know, it, it's all love from our space. I, I, but I just feel like it's probably a misunderstanding and quick judgment that people might have because they don't know what to do with it. You know what I'm saying? It, it might be like a confusion in their mind, but there's no confusion. Our mission is Jesus. So. Yeah. 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 Listen, DJ Focus, you're tuning into the fix right here on Sirius XM channel 154. We got to go to a quick break. I promise you, don't touch that dial. We're coming right back with more from Shepard. Keep locked. You're tuning into the fix. You know the fix is in. You're in the mix with the fix show. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're tuned back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. DJ Focus checking back in. Still got uh, my brother Shepard on the line. So, Shep, man, um, one thing I want to say to you, man. Um, Listen, um, you submitted to your call. You knew your purpose. You knew you were supposed to do this music on a high energy. Uh, I mean, a high level, uh, you know, in high energy. But uh, talk about the business side. When you when, when when game time went viral, like it went viral. One, it, the streams went ridiculous. I think uh, at one point, I think you would hit like a million streams. And I was like, I don't even know how long it was, but it was like really, really quick. And then it kept going, going, going. Then I know they started reaching out to you for sync placements. You talk about Space Jam sync placements and all the other films you've been in. Like, talk to us about the importance of, one, having your music registered, understanding, uh, you know, with your music registered, that you get those opportunities for sync placements and everything else to go into it. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So I think, you know, like you were saying, the, the song blew up astronomically you know what i'm saying like from the sync placements to the to the, the single deal that i got with sony you know what i'm saying and columbia records uh to sync and all that good stuff like that stuff comes uh it can come quick like it did for me and it can take a long time for other people uh my philosophy behind it is if you're going to work that hard on the music you know what i'm saying make sure you get paid for it so registering your songs with a pro uh, making sure that you have your publishing straight Make sure you have contracts set up. Uh, gives you a saving of a headache and misunderstanding with those that you work with. You know what I'm saying? So when a, a major label comes to you or even like uh, a broadcasting network, I remember Fox Sports actually asked me for a sync placement for game time the first month it came out, and I've never heard of sync. I remember it was an email from Fox Sports, one of their uh, supervisors sent me an email, say, hey, we love the, the song. We searched it up in a database, and is this your your PRO name and in, in your uh, your publishing name? So it was registered already, so they were able to find me quicker. So the benefit of that, if somebody wants to use your song for a placement but can't find a way to contact you and can't find where to pay you at, then guess what's going to happen? They won't pay you, and they won't use your music. So you lose opportunities, you know what I'm saying, by not being uh, organized, you know what I'm saying? So I think... The benefit of it is just making sure you register your music, uh, you have contracts in place, uh, you're able to understand who owns the music and, and how long. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to retain the ownership, you want to retain your publishing like I did, and be able to uh, not lock yourself into something that's super exclusive. That's my that's my uh, my two cents for any new artist right now. The way that things are a level playing field, uh, there's plenty of opportunities in sync that don't mean that you have to lock with that specific person. Because sync is such a, a high volume in so many different areas. You could work with so many different places. Talk about a little bit about the pros and cons of being you know, independent artist compared to signed to a big major. Uh, pro, um, you have access to resources that you couldn't have yourself, right? So you have relationships that weren't your relationships. You have 
uh, you know, blogs, DJs, or like, uh, you know, potential positions for playlists, all these different things open up um, for you um, when you're with a major. Uh, they have financial backing. You know, you could get uh, you get you could get an advance as well. Uh, some cons are you can't release music for a little bit longer. So you ever seen a lot of even some big artists in our space like they drop music and you don't hear from them for like a year? It's because they're trying to recoup the last single. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what's difficult even in the mainstream as well. It's like especially in the mainstream is that you know you get in a deal and then you see a, a artist that was blowing up to get signed to a major. And nobody hears from them for like two to three years. It's because or the type of music that they were making is gone for like one, like a couple years. And then they go back to the original sound is because the label either stopped them from releasing music so they could get their money back or the label stopped them from releasing the type of music they want and uh, start making them make a type of music that they think will be successful. And that's what's difficult because you have built an audience to this point with a certain type of music and then you know a lot of people have to go like uh ccm or like r&b or like you know what i'm saying more singy or more poppy and that's not what they were originally found on so like i think that's what makes it difficult for a lot of artists uh that their sound starts to change and then they don't feel like they're really the same person so if if you weren't doing music what would you be doing man if i wasn't doing music i will be that's the thing, man. I've been making music since I was like eight years old. You know what I'm saying? For me, okay. it was always an outlet. You know what I'm saying? It was always something that was passionate. If I wasn't getting paid to do music, I'd most likely be like an A&R or somebody who helps, like an executive at a label. Uh, because I like to scope out talent. I love to make things that sound good. I love to help with like branding and like schemes of like music videos or colors and stuff like that. And I love helping develop artists. So a lot of artists that you see, like I actually help them on the business end. Uh, they often, I often get calls from a lot of the artists from now, or they ask me for legal help. You know what I'm saying? Because I help them understand things that are not so plain, even though they're in black and white. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no, I can see that. That's why I asked that question because because I can see that yes, you do understand the business side too, and a lot of artists, especially in this space, let's be very clear. Um, you know, we only have a few like labels in this CHH space. Let's be yeah. very clear. So a lot of people don't have the knowledge or research the knowledge because the information is out there, but a lot of people don't take the time to research it for themselves, understand the business and, and learn the system. So that's why I asked because yeah. I, I could see you as an A&R or even running your own record label. I could see you like running your own record label. <laughs> Appreciate you, my yeah, brother. I, and that's real. A lot of people either don't have the opportunity to get that knowledge, don't have the resources or relationships. Or they haven't had the chance to mess up yet. You know what I'm saying? And that's what often helps you learn. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that because these are the repercussions. If you forget to uh, register for this, this is what can happen to you. And I have, I've had the luxury of, of all those different things. So, yeah. If, if you could change one thing in Christian hip-hop, what would you change? Man, I would... Hmm. If I could change something in Christian hip-hop... There are so many great things about it, but one thing that I feel like that can change and I would love to see change is like the the need to be accepted by the world. Like we're we're let's be real, bro. Like I remember even in the beginning, like when I dropped Game Time and it was getting a lot of mainstream success. In my mind, obviously, it didn't happen, but the thoughts happened. Like, uh, do I go mainstream? What do I call myself? Like, it's a lot, a time to really figure out a lot and strategize. But it's like, yo, if God brought me here, he's going to take me to wherever he wants to take me. Like, why do I have to try to become something else? I don't. I made it this far without having to be something else that I wasn't. And I think uh, something that a lot of people struggle with in our space and and, and myself included. And and sometimes uh, you think about it, it's like when you get these looks, because you you, you said it the other day, like, you know, Patrick Mahomes posted one of my songs on his reels. You know what I'm saying? And that's a huge look. This is a Super Bowl champion. You know what I'm saying? Rob Gronkowski has done the same thing. And then, you know, some people are like, I don't want to label myself a Christian rapper. And, you know, I, I fluctuate between both often, depending on who I'm talking to. But the reality is this. Patrick Mahomes' teams are Christians. His personal trainers are Christian. So he, he probably wouldn't have found the music or related to the music or enjoyed it as much if it wasn't a Christian song. 
So like that is literally how we stand out. The fact that we have clean lyrics. The reason our music works so well in sync is because it's not explicit. Sync cannot use your song in a movie or a TV show without bleeping out all the words. You know what I'm saying? So like we actually have the opportunity to provide an outlet, something different for these different people. So I, that's one thing I would say, man, like we don't have to be accepted by the world. I'm seeing artists that are blowing up uh, for being, you know, themselves. And I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like we're talking about like Don Reddy. I'm talking about like Caleb Gordon. I'm talking about all these different artists that have Angie, you know what I'm saying? Kieran, you know what I'm saying? Kieran is like one of the most straightforward, bold artists when it comes to like lyrics and everything. He's not trying to be anybody else. And he has an amazing following. So for me, it's just like kind of letting go of like, worrying what a bunch of people think about you and just just create i feel like that's where i'm getting into right now so no that's good and i'm glad you shared that um because you know hip you know everybody knows uh you know we're celebrating 50 years of hip-hop this year and i love the fact that to your point a lot of mainstream artists actors entertainers they, they have embraced i would argue over the last decade really i think the first um introduction i saw it was like 10 years ago yeah maybe yeah eight to ten years ago uh during sports center when um christian gray stopped me was playing during yeah. uh playoff time and that was like yeah you know, everybody was respecting it. we'd seen swoop go and get the jbl deal with Giannis uh from milwaukee bucks you know on the championship yeah. run so yeah to your point we are a part of hip-hop too i brought up the hip-hop term 50 because christian hip-hop is now starting, I would say, the last 10 years, which we know has been around longer than that. But I think the mainstream artists respect it to the level to where they're doing songs with you. They're yep. doing all type of things uh, to uh, acknowledge that, yeah, this music is popping over here too as well. Listen, you drop team. What what can we expect next? Yeah, we got a massive, massive single dropping next. Uh, I pushed it to the 29th of next month. So, you know, it can be some exciting times with that. I'm not going to say the name of the feature on this Yes, just yet, but uh, the news will be coming out. So we have a massive single coming up. I'm excited to release next month. Uh, we're right now just enjoying team and the impact it's having on people. And just, we're just excited for more music. You know what I'm saying? I have Latin music. I'm going to tap into my roots uh, where I'm speaking Spanish and some of the rhymes uh, just to cater to the audience as well. And really tap into who I am as an artist. So it's just been you hear more transparent music, more exciting music. And yeah, Shepard. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, listen, you said that Latin thing, and I'm thinking, man, you and Lan you and Angie need to do a project, man, a whole Latin project, <laughs> Spanish project. That'll that'd be that'll hey. be fuego, man. I don't hey. know. <laughs> hey, that would be tight. You know what I'm saying? That would that. be tight. Homie. So I got I got to hit her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please hit her up. Listen, uh, if you could form a super group uh, with any two artists, dead or alive, from any genre of music, what two artists you picking? Sheesh, that's a crazy question to ask. I'm over here. <laughs> that was a huge transition. Uh, I would think a super group, you said from any genre, any space, at any time. Um, mm -hmm. They still come to your space, so it don't matter. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't, yeah, I ain't yeah, holding yeah, back. Yeah, if you, yeah. you want to bring back Big Pun and, and put Big Pun on your on your thing, I ain't I'm mad at you. <laughs> nah, yeah. I would say, I would say, mm, I think, hmm. In my mind right now, if Drake, I would say someone as Drake, you know what I'm saying, was on the Christian side. Because we saw something that was pretty awesome before, you know, a lot of hiccups and stuff with Kanye West. Like, him coming to, like, the gospel side, like, that was doing, like, revolution. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had Christian music, you know what I'm saying, with lyrics about God. I was at Rolling Loud with Ace Hood maybe a year ago. Or a year and a half ago at this point, because they're having another Rolling Loud, which is a, a big festival now. And they were playing Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Kanye was performing in front of like maybe 50 to 100,000 people. And it's like Jesus is King songs. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I was like, yo, this is such a moment. So I would say, I would even say Kanye West, in despite of all the things that has happened, like, um, I obviously don't agree with a lot of it, but like someone as talented as him and as influential as him and Drake there, I think they are like the two top artists with the strongest grip on the culture, the strongest grip on society, you know what I'm saying? As rappers. So I'll go with both of them. 
Listen, we appreciate you rocking with us this morning, Shepard, man. Tell the people how they connect with you, following you on all your social media platforms, as well as uh, introduce your latest single team. Absolutely. Yo, my name is Shepard. You can find me online on, on Instagram, Twitter, at Shepard underscore music. That's S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D underscore music. Uh, you can find my music on Spotify, Amazon, MP3, uh, Apple Music, YouTube under Shepard. My new single team featuring Angie, Ru- Angie Rose, Karen Light, and Dayton is officially out now. Make sure to stream it, check it out, and tap in with me. Yes, sir. Let's get this banger right now. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Holy Culture, Holy Culture Radio. Healing, hope, and how to lose. Welcome back. Welcome back. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. And uh, listen, let's get into it. Uh, Real Talk Convos. We love to have them. Um, we know it is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, mm. So, yeah, we, we want to, you know, talk about today. Um, we're going to have some mental health convo today on bipolar disorder mm-hmm. yeah um this has been a, a very taboo thing in our culture focus as you know uh, maybe other cultures are very open to talking about bipolar disorder but there are a couple types of bipolar disorder uh, you have bipolar one and you have bipolar two and uh then there's a third one as well but um the definition because some people are like what is this you know what because i think of bipolar off top like okay you have two different personalities you know what i'm saying by meaning two and then you have these different things but it's uh, a lot deeper than that so it's um bipolar disorder is mainly defined as a manic or mixed episodes that last at least seven days or the symptoms are so severe that a person needs different type of care or a prescription or something like that and it usually involves uh depression you know that lasts for over two weeks and um this is a major change in the person's behavior. That's the ideal bipolar one. And if you think about it, there are a lot of people that act that way, you know, but it's never um, diagnosed. And then bipolar two disorder is defined as a pattern of depressive episodes shifting back and forth with hypomanic episodes, no full blown manic or mixed episodes. So it's like really it's up there. You know what I'm saying? Like this, totally extra but not really having a revelation of of the extra if that makes any sense so we i just wanted i just wanted us to talk about the two the manic and the depressive you know maybe so people can kind of better understand what what could i have or am i bipolar because some people don't even think about it i know i don't but i know i've had bipolar episodes depending on what happened in life and i think it hasn't been clearly uh talked about enough to where people understand I might go through a, a season of bipolarism, but I might not be bipolar. You know what I mean? Like depending on what happened in my life, my behavior may change. If I just lost a loved one or if I just lost a job or if I'm transitioning out of a marriage, you know, like there are a lot of things that could affect your behavior, you know, that cause you to go into a different character. You know what I mean? Does no, that make I, sense? I, it makes perfect sense. And I, I'm just, I'm just wondering though, could could you be going through these different um, emotions because of life, because of stress or grief? Like, you know, if, if, if you just lost, lost a loved one that's been dear mm-hmm. to your heart, mm-hmm. you're not going to be acting the same. I, I know I wouldn't. I, I, listen, mm-hmm. I've been with my wife for almost 30 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if she was to go to heaven and God was to call her to heaven tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm be honest with you, Dice. I would call you and say, Dice, you're going to have to do the show for a little bit by yourself. <laughs> I know I, I, I'm not in the right space. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I would set up somebody else to be a, a little co-host so yeah. that way they can be anchoring up under you. But yeah. I don't know when I, so if you want to call, you know, that me going into a bipolar spell, yeah, mm-hmm. I might be tripping. I might get, you know, be out and, and cut somebody out just because I'm mad that mm-hmm. I lost my loved one. I lost my wife. I lost my, my partner. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I would act. So like, yeah. Yeah. When you talk about, you know, is that really bipolarism or is it like you just yeah. grieving? Well, it depends on your snapback. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's why it's like if if you have like if, if you know, God forbid anything happened to uh, the CEO. But if if I if I called you a week later and you still haven't had any revelation of, OK, this is real. You know what I'm saying? Like if you still like 
setting up the dinner table. You know what I'm saying? Like she coming to eat loud. You know what I'm saying? Now we gotta start having a different conversation. I'll be like, focus. <laughs> well, you might as well have them because I sure will still be doing it. I'm gonna be doing our, our favorite thing and talking to her like she right there. So yeah, you you I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you that I, this is what I know, this is what but, I love. But that's so okay. it's gonna take some time for me to so, get free. But but you see, that's the difference between somebody who has bipolarism and who doesn't. You already know your habits and your behaviors and the potential, what that looks like. But a person who is bipolar, they don't have the connection. Like, so basically they would lose the loved one and then they would just keep on performing. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they don't have the, oh, no, I got to go into my hiding place. You know what I'm saying? Because that's tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have the ability to balance that out. And so that's why it's, it's hard to tell a bipolar person to get help because they don't see where they are you know and it's that's why i said we got to talk about manic and depressive and um let's let's get into manic like the person who they were acting like the normal self and then all of a sudden they're irritated about everything all the time they're very aggressive like something just happened to them like their facial uh expressions have changed you know their um their behavior has changed like it, everything is all about them they're impulsive they're just up and running and not telling anybody where they're going or they're just traveling and they just come they're reckless you know what i'm saying just out here doing the most you know um whether they're driving drunk or just speeding down the highway just they're going to buy two new cars in a week like you know they just have this uh switch off you know what i'm saying um and sometimes people have these hallucinations where they're like things are talking to them you know things like that so um or they're delusional you know what i mean like everybody's out to get me everybody's out to get me Okay. Uh, nobody's out to get you but there's this sense that's there that's untrue you know what I mean? so that's just a person who's going through some manic things and the, like I said the way that you know it is it's different than their regular behavior so normally they're not kind of freaked out like that all the time and then just boom it's like that and then it's like that for an extended amount of time you know what I mean so um, I, yeah. imagine, I imagine this has to be tough for loved ones who um have to you know you know deal with, I, I, yeah. Yeah, deal with deal with them i could yeah. just think of like you know parents who will have to deal with their kids yeah, who maybe struggle with this issue or you talk about spouses who you know um are dealing with their spouse you know battling this on a regular mm -hmm. i know it takes a different type of compassion mm -hmm. and let's be very clear dice a different type of patience bro i know it's tough for me because and this is where I'm glad we're talking about this because in our Christendom, in our in the body of Christ, we often want to say, you just need to pray. You just need Jesus. No, I need a little bit more. And it's not that Jesus isn't enough. I need maybe some medicine because I th some people might literally have a chemical imbalance. You know what I'm saying? And the only way they're going to be able to come to Jesus or to really start praying about things is they're going to have to have some medicine that calms down their anxiety and the and the stress that they're feeling on the inside so they can come back to reality because sometimes people tap out i mean I, I mean you and i both know i could think of 25 people right now that they, i know they tap i know that they're in balance it doesn't mean i don't love them and i don't communicate with them it's just i know their limitations they're limited in their uh ability to function every day because they do have bipolar disorder and I mean, like I said, we know the person at the picnic, at the barbecue. We know at every family function who is bipolar. We don't call them bipolar because they're going to lose it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we know who it is. Will they get help or won't they? I don't know. It depends on how you present it to them. And I think um, you, it depends on what type of bipolarism they have, you know? So you're not going to be able to calm a, man, a, a, a manic person down by trying to shut them down real quick. Like you need some help. You need it. that's not gonna work. They they already they already stressed. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have to approach them a little bit differently. And then you have the depressive per person, the depressive bipolar person who they they have crying spells all the time. They worry all the time. They're in their anxiety all the time. They're sad all the time. You know, they're uh, pessimistic all the time. You know, they they feel guilty all the time. You know, it's hard for them to concentrate. They can't make a choice or a decision. They're just here. They're just kind of walking through life in a bubble, you know, in their own little space. And when they get there and they start to withdraw from society, you know, and they're just sometimes they eat, sometimes they don't. You know what I'm saying? That's how you know. Like, okay, man, they're depressed. Okay. And if they do this often, that means they have, um, you know, bipolar 2 disorder, probably most likely. But 
still, they're just a depressive bipolar person. So um, there's a different way that you would have to approach them. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to need counseling differently. You know, they're going to need some talking through. They're going to need some coaching. They're going to need, you know what I'm saying? They're going to need, you're going to have to help them with their health and trying to get their energy back up because they're not probably not eating right if or eating at all. And so that's what I'm saying. Like when people have these tendencies their whole life, that's why we call them bio, bipolar. Because some people have a, a season of depression and then they come out of it. Like I said, it could be a loss of a house, a home, a relationship or anything like that. And they go, they go through depression, but they snap back. But when people constantly go back and forth and every other month or every two months or every six months, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, if they keep going, you know, back and forth, manic, depressive, manic, depressive, or just depressive, normal, depressive, normal, they have bipolarism. And, um, you know, if you love someone, I would say you start documenting it. You know what I mean? Like whether you document it on paper or whether you document it on film. And when you see them having an episode, hey, I'm, I'm taking notes. You know, what I mean? tell me how you're feeling. You know what I mean? Like, and then when they come out of that episode, you know, just make sure you keep up with your notes and then say, hey, this is something that you were going through. This is what you told me. How do you feel? Do you feel the same way? You know, so you, you kind of got to tiptoe. You know, tiptoe Tuesday. You got to tiptoe Tuesday around, and you know what I'm saying. And it's tough because, and here's the thing: like you said, the frustration is there dealing with bipolarism. Um, it's going to be there because you can't control a bipolar person. It, you, you can't have them turn it on and turn it off. And so, as tough as it is, deal with them. Just know it's tougher for them when they come out of it. You know what I'm saying? Just not knowing where they were. Like that that's a very lonely feeling of, wow, I can't believe I did that, or I can't believe I said that, or I can't believe, you know what I'm saying? I'm affecting people like that. So it's tough. It's tough for people. So y'all be patient with the bipolar folks. It's hard. Yeah, it's definitely hard. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Um, listen, we're, we're having a mental health conversation today. Um, don't touch that dials. We gotta go pay some bills. We'll be right back uh with more. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back, family. Welcome back. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. And we're in the middle of this conversation. Uh, it's Mental Health Month, Mental Health Awareness Month. And, um, you know, we, we wanted to, uh, you know, kick it off with talking about um, something that I think, like I say, uh, it's not talked about enough. Mm-hmm. And when it is talked about, it's talked about in a negative way. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we've we been talking about uh, bipolar disorder. And, um, you know, I know you were going to bring some stats up, Dice. Yeah. One in five. It. Yeah. 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 One in five adults um, or approximately five, 57.8 million adults in the United States experience mental health mental illness in 2021 and so obviously it's 2023 so we know that that statistic is probably a little bit higher um so 46 million people age 12 and over had a substance abuse uh disorder in 2021 which is targeting and enabling different types of mental illness and out of that um let's see so we have like 40 million united states adults uh, receiving treatment for mental illness in 2021 so you have like a huge amount of people here i mean you don't you don't even think about that like what so basically over half of the people in america period have some sort of mental illness i mean it and it's it's scary to say that but these are just the facts you know what i'm saying so and it could be like depression it could be simple it could be simple depression it could be manic you know depression you know it could be overspending and just you know not coming to grips with with some type of chaotic event in a person's life you know and that that causes mental illness and people don't understand that like we have to process the things that are going on in our lives so um yeah so the daily average onset for a mental illness um it's like 11 years the average i don't know i don't understand that part but the goal is to get better so i i want to make sure that we put some scripture out there uh that helps but also like we said before folks if you need therapy you need therapy if you need medication you need medication do not be ashamed of that it's mental 
uh, Health Awareness Month right now. And that is the goal. It's like to let people know, don't be ashamed. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't doesn't mean anything's quote unquote wrong with you. It just means you have to learn how to manage yourself. And so um, they do have some tips out here for those of you who ha- who struggle with this. And it's just all about being prepared. Just knowing that, hey, if I have a situation like a bipolar disorder, I need to have a plan in place for the people around me to continue their regular day. So if you're a mom or a dad, you have kids, husband and wife, if if mom or dad is having an episode, the rest of the household needs to know how to continue to go through dinner, continue to get the school clothes ready, continue to, you know, I'm saying, hey, let's just make sure we have their plate in the microwave because we know they're not going to eat at the table with us. This is like you have to learn if the person in your life has some type of bipolar disorder and you have to discuss how are we to perform when you're in an episode so that they're safe, you know what I'm saying? And we're not attacking them because they're not where we want them to be. You know what I mean? Like, and we can't assume that, Oh, you forgot my lunch money. So I'm sure you're having an episode. No, I just forgot your lunch money. Like we don't want to trigger people that have bipolar disorder. So it's like, we have to really share with people. This is a hard one. Cause you have to talk to people who have the problem. You know, and I'm saying problems, but there's a problem, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. But you have to talk to the person that has the challenge and say, how do we help you when you are in the middle of the challenge? Right. You know, and we have, how do you want us to help you look after yourself? You know, like, because some people, they stop bathing. Some people stop brushing their teeth. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you want us to remind you? Do you want us to iron your clothes? Do you want us to put your toothbrush right there with the toothpaste? Like, how do we, how do we come to your aid and help you? You know, and then that way you're loving on the person that does have the challenge and then you're also showing them where they are without making it offensive you know like oh they put my toothbrush and my toothpaste out i must be you know what i'm saying i must be going through right now okay okay you know what i mean so it's like you got a partner and and um you know get creative with the help that uh they need so um, listen listen that's good i, I want to uh put ahead. some bible on that when yeah, you yeah. talk about the help because because yeah. that is a two-way street it's the the person that's teaching mm-hmm. as well as the person that's receiving um mm-hmm. i think a good scripture for that is proverbs uh one and five let the wise hear and increase in learning and let the one who understands obtain guidance mm-hmm. so when you talk about building that relationship to where you make that person who maybe uh has this challenge Mm-hmm. Be comfortable with opening up so mm-hmm. that they can receive once you say, like you said, the counseling or the yeah. therapy. When they go and sit down with that 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 uh, professional, they will receive it better. Mm-hmm. They'll know that that person is not judging them, but wants to help them and wants to mm-hmm. help them to get better. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 I love that. Uh, you know, it's a process. Let's be very mm-hmm. clear. That's why I said I, I only thing I can continue to think about is patience. Mm-hmm. Anybody who works in in this profession as a therapist, a licensed therapist or a doctor in this area, you, you have to be a patient person. You mm-hmm. have to be a patient person on a whole nother level. Um, another scripture that stuck out to me was um, just talking about uh, God's word. Second uh, Timothy three sixteen, where it says all scriptures is breathed by the God and profitable for teaching and for reproof and for correction and for mm-hmm. training them righteousness. And um, once again, I, I, th- I just think this is going to be very valuable if you want to add the spiritual component, because mm-hmm. I know there are some um, licensed uh, therapists who are, you know, Christian believers and still use scripture to as well. I think these scriptures will help mm-hmm. when they're sitting down with uh, the person, um, you know, who, who they're talking with that day, because uh, yeah, I, I think you need a little bit of everything. I, I'm, I'm t- uh, to shout out to uh, Preston Perry. You need Jesus and you need therapy. That's and right. it's okay. It's it's okay. It okay. I, I, I think it's I think it's a, a perfect balance of both. Yeah, yeah. And, and you brought up something when you talk about the medication part. Let's be very clear. That's always been a challenge, especially in the black culture. Nobody wants to feel like they have to take medication for controlling their mind, controlling mm. their actions. That's always. I, I remember growing up as a little kid. You know, uh, unfortunately, uh, a lot of people use bad words. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the c word, and I don't even want to mm-hmm. say them because I don't want to get anybody mm-hmm. out out of pocket. But yeah, you know, instead of helping that person, mm-hmm. they would just shun them away and say, "Oh, don't mess with him. You mm-hmm. know, he's such and such, or don't mess with her. They they, they such and such." And mm-hmm. To, to your point, no, we shouldn't be doing that, Mm-mm. especially as believers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, wow. no, no. I mean, it, that's what I said. You got to give them the word, you know. And then, hey, you, they might need therapy. But here's the thing: um, 
people typically go get help when they know people care about them. So if you really haven't been caring and loving on people or somebody who's uh, bipolar, if you haven't, it's going to be hard for them to trust you when you just roll up on them. You need to go get some help. What does that look like? And what is, you know what I'm saying? And, and how did, what, how is what you just said to me helpful? You know what I'm saying? Because there was no direction in your comments. So can you be a little bit clear about what's going on? And, um, you know, like, like I said, you know, a person's reality is different when they're in the middle of an episode. So what you, how, you know, we just easily perceive what it is like they don't. And, uh, it's important to get that scripture in there. Like when they, when they come back out of an episode and, you know, like Psalms, uh, Psalm 34 and 18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and, um, you know, different things like that so that they can have that in them when they're going through like fear not for I am with you, Isaiah 41 and 10, um, you know, just different scriptures will help them when they are going through Psalm 9 and 9. The Lord is a stronghold for those who are oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble, you know, so that they can hold on to something because it, they're not in reality when they're in the episode. And that's just what it is. It's just, our mind is very delicate, you know, and simple things can throw us off. And that's OK. And God knows, you know, what I'm saying so we just got to try to love on those we're concerned about. And um be there for him and trust me be calm about it because it's a process it's a process and healing can come you know but what type of healing you need you need to partner with your doctors and your counselors um you know trusted trusted individuals in that area and like i said it's prayer always works and god can deliver and change instantaneously but also put some action behind that faith that god is going to heal you so show show up and let god work you know what i'm saying and get with some professionals who do this for a living like you know because they might have a way to kind of help you differently that you didn't know because we don't know everything that's why we have doctors god has given us great doctors and we you know we get to trust them so mm -hmm. and, and shout out to all the doctors uh and, and, and i'm praying for all the young up-and-coming doctors um, uh, doctor yeah yeah you know what because you know we talked about this the other day i know this is mm -hmm. off track a little bit but mm -hmm. okay. you know with, with everything with uh, all the social media influencers and entrepreneurs mm -hmm. listen we're missing out on yeah we, we young people we still need you guys to go to college and mm -hmm. become doctors become engineers become lawyers we yeah. still need you guys mm -hmm. and, you know 15 20 years from now we yeah. we're we gonna be old old and we need y'all to be running the world right so let's right. let's make sure we still got doctors going to school i, I know everybody's in this you know social media entrepreneur spirit but yeah no if god has gift you and you know for the ones the ones who know know if god mm -hmm. has gift you uh with a gift and and, mm -hmm. and and a heart and a desire to help people and, and have the, the 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 space to be able to obtain that knowledge listen mm -hmm. don't just say i just want to be a social media influencer no no you need to be a oh, doctor no. you need yeah. to be that lawyer that engineer right. that god called you to i i just want to close on the the, the compassion part because i mm -hmm. i think that was very key and i mm -hmm. think the the more we as believers understand that we need to show mm -hmm. anybody who struggles with bipolar disorder or manic depression mm -hmm. the same compassion that we would show anybody else yeah we will help this community better let's be mm -hmm. very clear as believers, we need to be the light. We need to be the help. So, you know, we, we constantly got opinions and talk about it, but be a part of the change. And I know James 2 and 1 speaks to uh, my brothers. Show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ for mm -hmm. the Lord of glory. And that one right there just speaks to, yeah, you, let, let, let's make sure we are loving on everybody. Just because mm -hmm. somebody might be different, just because because somebody's struggle is different than yours. Stop, mm -hmm. yeah, don't don't act like you, you know you sin not like you sin not yeah you know let, let's be very clear you got you got some issues you deal with yours might not be bipolar disorder or manic depression but yours is something else you know so let, let, let's let's not let's not throw those stones let's be the light let's get better mm -hmm. at loving on people as believers once again I, i'm only charging people who believe in the bible Mm -hmm. You know, if you listen to my voice right now and you believe in the Bible, that means you need to get better at what you're doing. So if you're not if you're not looking to try to get better, we all struggle. No one's perfect. But the mm -hmm. goal should be to get better each and every day as you pick up your cross and you say you're an ambassador for Christ. Let's be very clear. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Uh, we got to go to a quick break. Uh, let's get some music back in your spirit. And we're coming back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio, a life-changing experience through progressive music and empowering conversations. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're tapping into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. And uh, listen, it's uh, 
it's been fun, but we got to get out of here. Um, we we show uh, appreciate y'all listening to us, waking up with us this morning. Listen, we want to shout out our brother Shepherd. I enjoyed that spiritual detox for a lot of reasons. We talk about bridging the gap um, when you talk about not only in hip hop, but building those relationships to where God can be used to where, you know, artists, athletes, entertainers who may not, you know, go to church on a regular or maybe be a part of a ministry or just, you know, because they're so famous, um, not get the word or be discipled like they should. And I think this was a, a good example of what God can do. Um, when you just, you know, start building relationships with uh, artists and stuff. So I, I know Shepard, um, you know, talked about going on the Protect Your Energy tour, which that was Ace Hood's uh, tour. And um, he, he talked about the relationship he built with them over the last few years and how, yes, Ace Hood is a believer. Yes. You know, he was able to, you know, sit down, do Bible with him, pray with him at moments. And they, they were able to build a good relationship to where, like I say, he was able to go on a 40 city tour. I believe it was a 40 city tour, 36. They give me mm. 36 city tour that you had a Christian hip hop artist on a ticket with four other just mainstream regular rap artists who, you know, like I say, you know, that, that the, the power in that is amazing. And Shepard shared that he had moments where whether he was on stage talking about God, but or where he was off stage, people were walking up to him after he did his set and was asking, you know, questions about spirituality, questions about just different struggles that they were going with. And I think we need to continue to do this, Dice. We need to continue to be in those spaces to where God can be used and glorified and pull some out of the darkness. I think I think the only way to pull them out of the darkness is to go in their world. But I do I do want to say make sure you're equipped to to handle it. Everybody's not <laughs> equipped. No, no, that's that's real. So if you're still um you know, you got some vices and, and maybe some smoking and drinking and you know, just womanizer or men I, you know, whatever that may mm-hmm. be because of course they perform in a lot of bars and a lot of clubs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so yeah, mm-hmm. if you can't be in that environment, you need to know that. But for the ones who can and God can use you in a unique way, we need to be in spaces like this to continue to build relationships. And shouts out to you, Ace Hood. I know if you're listening, we would love to interview with you. Um, just to talk about your faith journey and how you see scripture and everything you got going. Because the one thing I do like, I do like, like I said, he he, he allowed for Shepard to be on this 36 tour, 36 city tour and be able to spread the word. So that tells me, yeah, yeah, he's he's a believer for real, because a lot of a lot of people would think that would kind of like water their brand down. I'm just being honest. Mm. No, I agree. Uh, but to your point of please don't go into the trap if you ain't. I've never been in one. Okay. I just need to stay on out. Uh, you know what I'm saying? People people come up missing and get hurt. And, you know, because people, you know, real recognize real. Like, listen, you ain't never sold drugs. Please don't be trying to talk to somebody about something. I just, it's a pet peeve of mine. You know, like we used to have people come teach or come try to, you know, motivate us at school and at churches and things like that. And it's irritating when you're sitting there and you realize, they ain't never done nothing <laughs> these people ain't never done nothing wrong in their life and they trying to come you know help me right now like it because you know the truth is real and recognize real and that's very biblical spirit recognize spirit so you know when a person has you know seen uh the face of the devil you know what i'm saying and you can identify with with them immediately you ain't you ain't even gotta have a conversation you just know because you feel it so and and there's a special anointing on people who have been delivered from those types of past that god will you know send them out and use them in that way but anywho good show today and Absolutely. uh that real man. talk was off the hook i appreciate you sharing all those tips on uh yeah. just being able to learn how to communicate with people who may be you know uh yeah. got some mental health you know issues mm-hmm. going on yeah, because we just want to deal with people and just, you know, throw a prayer at them and say, get saved and trust Jesus. But they got to dig a little bit deeper on the natural side of it. And that's the part we don't get. You know what I'm saying? Yes, spiritually, God can do all things. But the person has to agree with what God wants to do. And sometimes it's hard when they're not like here, you know, in the, in the conscious way. So, yeah, it's it's a, it's a slippery slope, but there's some good tips right there. So if you guys missed the beginning of the show, just hopefully you can rewind, get on the app or wait till tomorrow and catch a replay. But this was a really, really good one. Um, mm-hmm. Really, really, really good. And I ain't going to say nothing about Dwayne Wade moving from Florida to uh, Hollywood because of Ron DeSantis. I'm going to leave that alone because I don't want focus to get No, you cool. Why, why? He, he, <laughs> no, you cool. he wanted to make sure he had rights for his uh, his son. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
But uh, this really, we're going to keep you guys updated because this this really, you know, your boy's trying to run for the pres- presidency. So this really could Ooh. turn it Ron DeSantis. Oh, I thought you was about to say Dwayne Wade. I was about to say, <laughs> what? Listen, we about to, listen, I, I don't want to talk about nothing else no more. Every day I'm reporting that news. What? I thought you about to say Dwayne Wade. You about to say, oh my yeah. goodness. Ooh. You wouldn't vote for him? Uh-huh. <laughs> we appreciate y'all rocking with us. Y'all pray for us. Y'all pray for us. Uh, y'all pray for us. Um, listen. Um, <laughs> y'all have a blessed day. Uh, when, when I say uh, sometimes you get in those moments where you have to, you know, check your flesh. Everything I was about to say right then and there would have been all flesh. It, it wouldn't have been Holy Spirit. So forgive me. But even thinking that thought, uh, I did catch myself. Yeah. Uh, God is still working on me. Listen, let's go. It's going to be great today, kings and queens. Go out and have a great day. We're going to be right yeah. back tomorrow, Wisdom Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We have another great spiritual de- Listen, the spiritual detox tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to let y'all in. Listen, mm-hmm. we got a Uh-oh. platinum a platinum producer Wait. who will be on the uh, spiritual detox tomorrow. That's all I'm going to give you. So you definitely want to tap in for that uh, spiritual detox tomorrow, mm-hmm. as well as... Um, <clears throat> We're going to talk about it. Another real talk conversation. Um, something we need to talk about. So, uh, you know, the dice is whiz and Wednesday. You know, certain days, you know, Mondays and Wednesdays, dice really give you that word. So get ready. So uh, whiz and Wednesdays tomorrow. Go out and be great today, kings and queens. Continue to show the love of Christ because that's what Christ would want you to do. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations.